Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is the You Are Love podcast, and I am your host, Salita, and I'm glad you guys are back again for another interesting story, information, whatever you want to call it. But I want to again welcome you guys back. Like I said, and I'm going to continue saying, you can listen to our You Are Love podcast over on You Can't Clip My Wings, a Facebook page, and we also have a website, which I promise that I'm going to start working on again, because I have no other choice. I have to. Okay. Um, so, let's go ahead and get started. I hope everyone's day is going good. We know this is what? Hump Day Wednesday. Already, we already in the middle of the week, man. And I forgot, you guys. I didn't even realize that this weekend is Memorial Day weekend. Am I right? I think I am. Yeah. No, no, that's next weekend. Is it next weekend? I don't know. I don't know when Memorial Day is. Hold up, you guys. Let me find out when Memorial Day is. Because that just drives me nuts. I got to look at my calendar. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Wow. I had a lot of stuff to do this week. <laughs> I mean, last week that was. Oh, actually, it's on the 25th. So, it's not this week. It's next week. It's next Monday. So, I guess people will be traveling this weekend for Monday. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Okay. That's understandable now. Okay. Cool. 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 Okay. So, I hope so far your Wednesday is doing, um, is going well. It is, um, kind of cloudy out today. It's not, doesn't, but I think it's supposed to rain here. Um, so, uh, I'm not expecting it to stay, you know, real sunshiny, but it has been for the last couple of days. And I think there have been some wonderful days. And I've gotten so much done. I hope you guys are actually working on a lot of your to-do list. I wish what I might do with this podcast is actually um, put it live. And the reason why I say that is because I want to show you guys a lot of things. And I can't show you (laughs) because I'm doing this podcast. But I think I can definitely do that. Um, I definitely have no... um, What's no... uh, qualms whatsoever to probably go uh video with this um I think that would be wonderful okay so yesterday we covered some real good stuff so we're going to cover some more today and I told you according to what I need to do is to make sure next week we're going to be definitely talking about getting federal contracts with your small businesses we're definitely going to talk about that next week and then the week after I want to definitely I definitely want to go and um, start, let's let's talk mental, let's talk emotions, and, because I love talking about that stuff. I don't know why, but I do. And let's talk about the mirrors. We need to talk about mirrors, okay? Because what I'm learning in this process of what I'm going through is I'm learning what's important and what's not important. I'm learning when to, to say things and when not to. So we'll talk about that. That's the third week. So that'll be the first, second, the second week in June, we'll start on that, that, that journey. But right now, okay, you know, guys, you know, let me tell you what I love sharing with you guys. And I want to, I want to get, I love sharing other people's information 
I do. Not to say I don't have my own, but I love sharing other people's information because I can grow from that. I can learn and grow from other people's information. So today, we're going to be on, I think it's called gettech.com is, is the website. And um, they're going to be talking about um, 32 ways, um, 32 lessons from successful entrepreneurs, okay? Uh, let me say it again, 32 lessons from successful. And some of this stuff you probably heard already, um, um, but I want to kind of share some more with you, okay? Um, I think kind of some of these we probably already went over on the other, like the five ways and all the different things. And one thing I can say about this week that keeps sticking in my head and a lot of things that I'm sharing over on my Facebook Live, which I do at one o'clock, is some of these, this information I shared yesterday um, about our nine ways to um, prepare yourself with your business. Remember we talked about that, in the nine ways? Um, I think I got that off of Black Enterprise to prepare yourself for a recession. Well, we talked about that yesterday. And um, I thought it was very interesting and um, how to uh, make sure that you're doing those things um, to so that when we get in a downturn again, we'll be able to handle it. Okay, so, and this is, I think, mm, okay. Let me backtrack just a little bit because this is about techies, but I guess it can work for, for anybody, basically. But it's just basic information. So we're not going to go over all 32 because it's probably going to take forever. But I'm definitely going to hit some spots that I, I thought would, would be interesting for us. Um, um, let's just go ahead and get in it. It says, building a successful name for your startup is not a function of by chance. It takes a lot of discomforts, uneasiness, and creativity to start with an ideal to build it every day. Um, every entrepreneur's journey is riddled with startup lessons unique to their struggles and challenges. Learning how to run a business and learning to be on uh, being an entrepreneur, excuse me, has taught several business owners valuable lessons, okay? Such is the journey of an entrepreneur's life. We asked 32 successful entrepreneurs and business strategists to share their startup lessons and stories of struggle, learning, and success. Um, so we hope this will inspire you as you build your own business, okay? So first things first, the number one thing, anything is possible if you persevere. And I think that's a lesson all of us can use. Anything is possible. Don't give up. Take the plunge and persist. That's when we're talking about take the risk. The prerequisite is having something you passion, you're passionate about to get you through the dark times. That mission is what you sustain. That's what sustains you. Um, being creative, knowing you have an ideal and you, it, and I don't know if this might be one of your fears, or maybe it's just my fear. I fear um, when it comes to, and I know I shouldn't say fear because that's one of the words that we um, try not to talk about in my book, In Search of You, is what I did was, remember I told you I took the acronym, fear acronym, turned fear into an acronym. Firm, I said, firm, I can, it, oh, I know what it is, I'm sorry. Firm elevate access to restoration. So that's what the word fear means, okay? 
So when you think about that, um, my fear and I and getting to that part of that that type of fear, getting to that fear, I still have to deal with the old fear. And the old fear for me when it comes to business is that I won't be successful. Um, no matter how hard I work in my mind, I can't be successful or I can't see it through. Or um, does somebody else have this idea? And has somebody else worked this idea before? That's the things that go through my mind, okay? Um, and am I better than that, my competitor? What is my niche, you know? That kind of stuff is what bothers me or that's what makes, that's what goes through my mind um, when I think of um, my fears um, and if I'm going to be successful. And so I'm a type of person where I constantly challenge myself. And it's very important that you do constantly challenge. What can you do? What is the end of all your skills? Is there an ending? Can you do many things? Yeah, I can. And that's where the phrase jack of all trade, master of none comes from. Um, because, um, but that's not true. It's actually not true. Because you can have a lot of trades and you can master probably all of them. But I think that was just a saying. I got to figure out where that saying come from. We can talk about that later down the line. But um, you, can, you can master. If you got a degree or if you have certification, if you've um, done this uh, skill for many, many years and you got it to perfection, you have mastered that skill. So never let anybody tell you that, okay? Um, just because you're talented enough to know how to do many things, it's nothing wrong with that. Okay, it says find the right problem and solution. That's number two. You will make money on this problem if you find a perfect solution and sell it to the right people. If the idea behind your business is not bringing any value to people, it won't last. And that is why I do what I do here. It's because I know that my one of my jobs and one of my missions and one of my gifts is to educate, is to talk, is to uh, get information out to people. So I do know that. I take it to the heart. I'm very passionate about it. It's who I am. Entrepreneur means Entrepreneurship means to live a life of daily motivation. People's feedback about your product should bring you energy, should bring you more meaning to everything you create. And it should do that. I don't know if that does it for you guys, but it does it does it for me. I love the testimonies. I love the feedback. I love what I do. Yesterday, I talked to one of my customers. And my customer said to me, when I run out of things, I will definitely be getting back to you. When I run out of products, I will definitely be getting back with you. And I also introduced them to our beauty supply store because come to find out, she's a beautician. So I'm going to work that angle the better way I know how. And... um um, that's what me, uh, Mystery's Beauty Supply Store is. I want to be that person that can help not only be a friend, but also be that person who have products and services that you can use. Okay? And that's how you have to have the mindset. Sometimes you'll regret the choices you have made because they don't, they didn't, they didn't prove to be right. But you should be willing to learn the lessons those decisions taught. Networking and meeting new people, mentors, advisors, crucial as these people can validate your business ideal. Sometimes their advice is wise, sometimes it's not. Learn how to filter everything you hear and keep only what you think is appropriate. So did you hear what I just said? That is awesome right there. 
Okay. I love that. Okay. Only you, you learn how to discern or filter things um, that will be prevalent or relevant to what you're doing. And that's why I think this information is important. Even though we're not tech companies, I'm not. Uh, maybe some of you guys out there are. But these same lessons, business is business. So it affects in the same way, okay? Um, the type of business is a little bit different, but as far as the basics, it, it affects it the same way. Number three, learn four vital values and skills. Let me say that again. Learn four vital values and skills. You must possess these skills to be a good entrepreneur. Patience. Only patience and your endurance will help you get along, get along your tough periods to be welcome the good times. Let me say that again. That's right. Okay. Only patience and your endurance will help you get along your tough periods to welcome the good times. Okay. Number two, improvisation. Improvisation. Sometimes you will face a sudden blockade when your automation is full speed. You have to quickly perceive the deviation of the situation and take instant decisions to get hold of the situation. Wow. Okay. Whew. Let's see. Improvisation. Improvisation. Let me say that again. Sometimes you will face a sudden blockade when your automation is at full speed. You have to quickly perceive the deviation of the situation and take instant decisions to get hold of the situation. So when things get out of hand, you have to improvise to get everything back and get everything centered. Let's let's say that again. Let's yeah. Let's say when things are out of whack, you might have to do some improvising to get things right back where they're supposed to be. Great. Number three, confidence. Sometimes you will fall in uncomfortable situations and quitting might seem to be the right option. Your self-confidence will rescue you in those times. Okay? Remember that. Sometimes you will fall in uncomfortable situations and quitting might seem to be the right uh, option. Your self-confidence will rescue you in those times. Number four, loyalty. Whatever your business is, it won't last long unless you remain truly loyal to your customers and employees. Okay? Uh, I think employees should go first and then customers. Okay? That's just me. Um, <laughs> okay, that was the four. Those are the four uh, vital values and skills that you need. Now... Number four, it's all about people. Team building is one of the most important things for any organization. It is an opportunity to build trust, strength, and reinforce culture. A common misconception about team building is that it's meaningless or that it's an empty exercise, which is far from the truth. Simple events such as potluck also go a long way. So team building events need not to be exaggerated, extravagant. Okay, so um, that's one thing I did learn when I was in school um, about being able to um, build good teams and having the right people in the right place doing the right things. 
Because, you know, you can get a bunch of people together. We all got things in common, da-da-da-da, but we're not in the right positions. And when you build a team, you have to know that each position that you need, that skill that you need, that your team members are strong and know what to do in those different um, areas. Um, and it's good to have a great team. Um, on the back side of what I do, I have a great team, but my team doesn't work for my business. They're actually for other things that we do, and we work well together. Um, uh, and I think it has very much so benefited us because of all the things now that we're involved in, because we all became one together as far as being a team and working together on making sure we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Now, number five, ask crucial questions before you start. Too many startups overestimate how much demand there will be for their product or service. Even though you may love it, not everyone is going to like chocolate-covered olives. <laughs> so the most important questions to ask are, number one, there's three questions. How large is your potential market? We talked about this yesterday on Facebook Live. We actually talked about it on here um, when you're starting a business. Okay. Number two, how are your competitors, I mean, who are your competitors, and do they have similar products or services? So we talked about competitive, knowing who your competitors are. Who am I up against? And number three, what part of their business model can you improve upon? So you look at your competitor's business model, see what they're doing, and then take something from there that you could do better. Basically, that's what it is. And that's how you can get customers and clients. They over here does this, but look what I got. They do that, but look what I got. And you improve on something they do. Because lots of times, other businesses are doing just what they're doing. And uh, they're not planning on trying to get better at what they're doing. Or they're not trying to enhance so you take over and get that enhancement and you sell that as your product. Ask your friends and family for their opinions, run surveys and conduct focus groups, meetings to generate some authentic opinions on how well received your product or service will be. Number six, get ready to be alone and lose friends. Yes, 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 yes. That is so true. That is so true. When I first started doing um, entrepreneurship or what you call side hustle, because at the time, my first gig I was doing, I actually was working. And um, I spent so much time doing that, I didn't have time for anybody else. And I really didn't want to have time for anybody else. And sometimes now, I'm that way. I close off everybody, I shut everybody down, and I literally just get in there and start working. Because my job is to be successful at anything I do. When I put my hands on it, I want to be successful at it. So I don't want distractions and I can understand if people don't, you know, believe in me in that sense when it comes to business. And that's fine. So it says, while immediate family and close friends will always be supported by sharing on social media, writing reviews, actually using your product, bringing food to the office at midnight, etc. But second tier friends, such as your bar buddies, ex-colleagues and college mates may not understand the work it takes to build something from scratch. They can't phantom why you won't be able to grab a happy hour or dinner on Tuesday. Slowly but surely, these friends will quit asking and become mere acquaintances. Over the span of four years, many of my friendships have turned out this way. 
Not that I would change anything, but I wish I had known how much of a strain being an entrepreneur would have on personal relationships. And it does impact relationships. You guys know if you own your own business, you know that's what happens, okay? Now, think about a lifetime service delivery to number seven. Think about a lifetime service delivery to customers. If you're going to create a solution, you should be able to deliver it for the next 10 years. That's the only way to generate ongoing cash flow. So keep this in mind. We're not talking five years. That's what your business plan needs to expand to. We're talking 10 years that your business should be sustainable. Okay? 10. Okay? So if you have plans for five, that's good. So tack on another five years. I know in 10 years, I'll be 67. Yeah, I'll be 67 years old. I know for sure, 100% that I am not probably, I don't know. I don't know. I can't even predict that far along. I got to get through the next two years. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe in the next 10 years, like I said, I've already decided um, that I'll be giving, hopefully I'll be able to give my business over to my son. So I'm probably just going to be sitting down enjoying myself while he runs everything because I want to leave him something. Leaving a legacy is wonderful. Leaving your child something that he can have or she can have or they can have and run it. And I don't want to be like one of my friends. Um, the family was trying to, um, uh, move on and, and retire and none of the children wanted the business. None of them had a desire for it. So they wind up having to sell the business. Um, and sometimes that's where, and that's why it's good to have other streams of income. When you have other streams of income, one business they might not want, but guess what? If you have another business, one or two, maybe they want to take over that business. So don't get so downtrodden when your family says, oh, I don't want to do this after you're gone. Make sure you have many streams of income so you don't even have to worry about all that. Okay? So, um, don't ask one customer to pay $500,000, but ask 500, 500 customers to pay a dollar. Wow. If all customers contribute on a regular basis, you will grow your business for sure. I almost went broke not following this advice. So that's a good advice. Another biggest change I made was to hire people to do everything for me so that I have time to think. Starting up doesn't always mean you have to do all of it alone. Again, great advice. Great advice. But if you can hire, only if you can hire people to come in and do things for you. Other than that, you're going to probably have to work yourself. Get you, if you can't afford somebody to come in, get you a virtual assistant. Okay, you, you get everything you need from them. You pay them a salary or pay them whatever it's, I mean, there's so many different, um, opportunities and resources out there that you can get someone to do your work and it won't cost you a whole bunch of money. Okay. Um, <laughs> get that person in place, get a team. If it takes a team, put a team together and actually do that. So you get time to be creative and push your business forward. And I think a lot of us as um, entrepreneurs and small business owners who don't have the, that um, luxury, 
we do a lot on our own and it stresses us out. So I think we should find a solution to that. There's websites. I know for sure Fiverr.com. I know you've heard of B F I V E R R. They have it. It's one called Upwork is another one um, that would definitely, you can um, check those two out. And if it's something you need, they will definitely go, um, actually go, um, excuse me. You can actually go to the website and get that information and um, find people for the different jobs that you need done. Okay. Next. Eight. Number eight. Build your business around the life you want to have. Not the life you're living now, but the one that you want to have. So that's in the future, okay? So make time for your family, for leisure, and for self-care. It's easy to get caught up in the challenges of running a business. It is important to make your business a priority, especially at the beginning. But it's also easy to fall into the habit of making it your only priority. And if your business structure is so dependent on you for the day-to-day -day operations, it'll be difficult to carve time out for yourself. So, um, you'll have to force time out for yourself. You, you really are. You're going to, in order to build your business, or you have to have a whole bunch of sympathetic family members. Uh, your family has to be very sympathetic because they're part of your future and they're part of your dream too. And you, they're part of the success of your business. So you have to make sure that they understand when you're taking on becoming a business owner, that they're part of it and that they have to understand it's going to take time and it's going to take uh, hours and it's going to take your, your attention away from the things that you usually do. Once you get it going, then you can get back to that. But in the meantime, and I know family is important, but you have to understand self-care care is even more important to me than family is because if you are at a point where you cannot function you're tired your mind is tired your body is tired and you're doing all this alone and you're not taking care of yourself you're not good to your family nor yourself or your business so you need to make sure you're doing your self-care first uh there's an acronym um i learned um listening to um Kim Cole, not Kim Cole's, I'm sorry. Uh, it's, yeah, Kim Cole's um, Summit uh, this past weekend. And one of the young ladies on there, one of the speakers on there used the word fly. She said, um, fly means first love yourself. And so that's what we have to do. We have to first love ourselves. Okay, keep that in mind. Now, it says, number nine says, work on constant um, product iterations iterations means I guess improving on your product and um, don't attempt to achieve the the end vision on the day of your startup launch think evolution rather than revolution okay in the early days we made the mistake of believing that we knew what the final platform would look like the features that would be required in the entire user journey and this is tech conversation the result was a lot of wasted time, complex development projects that suffered from frequent delays and releases that were riddled with bugs. We now work on a product iteration basics, which means always having a vision of where we'd like to take that product, but taking a step-by-step -step approach that all, excuse me, that allows us to constantly adjust and pivot where required based on customer feedback and sales statistics. 
I'd always recommend this approach to others. So if you have a product, um, and you instead of seeing the end result of the product, actually piece it piece by piece. Uh, take send the product out, see how your customers like it. If you think you need to improve on it, then you do that and you um do that in those improvements and you stick that product back out of out there. And you keep doing it back and forth till you get what you want or till you get that product with all the things that is needed in that product to make it work. Okay? So, um, we're going to stop right there um, because, I, like I said, it's a lot of these, 32 of them. We're not going to go through the whole thing, but we are going to go through some more. So, we went from 1 to 8. Um, the, one, the first one was anything is possible if you persevere. Number two was find the right problem and the solution. Number three was the four vital values and skills, patient, improvisation, improvisation, sorry, confidence and loyalty. Number four is all about people. Number five, ask crucial questions before you start. Number six, get ready to be alone and lose friends. Number seven, think about lifetime service delivery to customers. And number eight, build your business around the life you want to have. Oh, and number nine, I'm sorry, work on constant product iterations. Okay? So, we're going to stop right there because we can definitely get deep into this. Um, and this is going to be fun because I think we can definitely... Um, get a lot out of these. And I like this. I really do. And I hope you guys do too. I want to say thank you guys for hanging out with us today. Um, you are loved is over the moon. Happy that you guys definitely have time for us today. Um, and every other day that we've been on here, um, you guys, you keep working, keep making things happen, uh, work your business, uh, if you have a business plan, work that plan. You guys, always improve. Always looking for that next innovative ideal. Love yourself. What did I say? First, love yourself. Take care of yourself. And be safe out here. Okay? So we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.